What's up, guys? Brad Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Vegas 71 this weekend. Curtis Blades versus Sergey Pavlovich in the main event. Should be a really fun one. That's just an awesome main event. Should be a great fight to target from a DraftKings perspective as well. As usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I really like on the slate as well from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, though, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Why don't you tell me who your favorite play is in the mid-range? Let's go 8.7 to 7.5k. There's four really competitively lined fights in this range and some are going to score well some are not but i think if you can correctly take a stand on one of these fighters you're going to have a leg up on the field so always interested to hear what you all have to say without further ado let's get into my cash game play of the week which is going to be francis fire marshall at 9.2k all right i like francis marshall this week from a cash game perspective i don't think he's a must I mean, obviously, Montel Jackson rates out pretty well up there at 9.7K. I also like Curtis Blades in the main event at 8.8K. Marshall just has a nice mix of money line safety and offensive output. Um, he is minus 210 to beat William Gomez this weekend, coming off a knockout win against Marcelo Rojo in his UFC debut. But prior to that, on the Contender Series, landed 110 significant strikes and six takedowns. And like any time a fighter can do that, I am going to be highly invested in them, at least until they prove otherwise. Landing strikes at that high of a pace is difficult. And if you can do that, plus land takedowns at a high rate, you are just going to be a really tough round winner. And it's going to present you a high floor and high ceiling option from a DraftKings perspective. So Marshall here fighting an opponent in Gomez who is probably going to play more of a range kicking game and also perhaps has some wrestling upside, but will be taking a step up in competition over his last opponent where Marshall should be the better wrestler in this spot. I'm not convinced Marshall will wrestle at a high rate. So that's one of the concerns, at least from a tournament perspective. Perhaps he just looks to stand and box, especially coming off a knockout win. That would limit his floor and ceiling, but again, I like the money line, and I think he is the better wrestler than Gomez. I think it's possible that he can land takedowns comfortably, earn control time. Inside distance line is plus 180. I, I wouldn't bet on a finish, but there's some finish equity as well. And overall, I mean, he saves $500 off the top end from Montel Jackson. A good combination of safety, Money line minus 210 to win, the ability to strike, and the ability to wrestle. I think he makes for a strong cash game option there at 9.2K. All right, moving on to my tournament play of the week. It is going to be Curtis Razor Blades at 8.8K in the main event against Sergey Pavlovich. Blades is minus 170 to win, Pavlovich plus 150. Uh, look, Pavlovich is a great tournament option as well. I won't be surprised at all if Pavlovich, Pavlovich wins by knockout in round one. I think that's a very viable outcome. If that happens, he's going to score very well from a DraftKings perspective. Both, both fighters are going to be very popular here. I do think Blades has even higher upside, though. I mean, this is a guy who scored 173 points in a decision against Alexander Volkov. And fighting an opponent in Pavlovich, who's very aggressive, very dangerous early, but really hasn't shown the ability to fight an extended period of time while blades can go a hard 25 minutes and on top of that i mean pavlovich looked really really bad in his ufc debut getting taken down and easily easily pounded out 
by Alistair Overeem on the mat. That was 2018, so perhaps he's made strides. I still think Blades is going to be the better wrestler. And ultimately, this fight's going to come to a head quickly. If Blades chooses to shoot takedowns early, Pavlovich might defend them, just knock him out very quickly. But if Blades can survive, eventually the takedowns are going to come. And I just think he has a, a ton of wrestling upside, control upside, a really strong ground and pound fighter, and a, a really strong ability to win inside the distance. This fight's minus 900 to end inside the distance, up to minus 925 now. You need exposure to it one way or the other. Pavlovich will be popular, plus 170 inside the distance. Blades will be very popular, minus 130 inside the distance. I lean toward Blades for the reasons explained. He Not that he's going to be favored on the feet, but he's as strong of a boxer as he's ever been, plus the better cardio and much, much better wrestling over the duration. So 8.8K, Blades has a massive ceiling in this matchup, a great fight to watch, great fight to target. 8.8K is a good price tag. Blades will be my tournament play of the week. All right, moving on to my salary play of the week. I'm going to give out Carol Hosa at 7.9K. It may not be viewed as the sharpest play because... You know, she's only plus 425 to win inside the distance. And I think a lot of numbers people will just look at that and say she's going to be overvalued. But, I mean, she's proven time and again that she can put up a lot of offense. And she's won in the UFC five times. All five times, it's been by decision. And in those decisions, she scored 112, 110, 109, 89, and 105. So... Is that a total fluke? I'm not sure. You tell me. She clearly is capable of putting up a lot of striking volume, 100 plus significant strikes, and she's wrestled at a moderate rate. And and there's no guarantee that she wins this fight against Norma Dumont. I mean, Dumont's defended strikes well successfully. No guarantee Rosa wrestles. So this isn't like a lock from from any standpoint. Rosa's not a lock to win, not a lock to smash. However, her game is built around offensive production. She can strike at a high rate and she can wrestle. And, you know, DeMont was just taken down six times by Macy Chasson. Um, 7.9K is as cheap as we've ever seen Carol Hosa. So it's not as if she needs 110 points to be optimal on this slate. And yeah, if Pavlovich wins and Brady Highstand wins and Bruno Silva wins... Rosa with 85 points may not be optimal, but I think Rosa has a legitimate path to win, especially in situations where there's few underdogs that actually come out with their hand raise. I think Rosa has a good chance to be optimal at 7.9K, a good chance to exceed value at that price, and even a real shot to put up another 100 points just based on her history of volume and takedowns landed. And again, for 7.9K, I'm willing to take chances here. Minus 105 to win. Not, not a ton of value per se, but a very realistic path to victory, solid win equity, solid win equity there, a, a good floor and a proven ceiling. I think there's a lot to like about Rosa, especially if you need a little bit of salary savings. She will be my salary play of the week. And finally, my matchup of the week, the aforementioned Brady High stand against Dana Baccarell. Uh, Baccarel is the favorite at minus 150-ish, minus 150, yeah, high stand plus 130. On DraftKings, Baccarel 8.7K, high stand 7.5K. And this is another like binary matchup, I would say, where high stand is just an aggressive wrestler and he's going to need to land takedowns here. I mean, he's averaging four and a half takedowns per 15 minutes. 
that's what he's good at. I mean, he's not a phenomenal technical wrestler, but he's solid. He's going to push forward. He's going to attempt takedowns. He's going to try and get control, take your back, etc. On the other side, Batgarel is a pretty decent boxer and has power in his hands and is going to want to strike. And both strengths play with the opposite weaknesses here, where uh, Batgarel hasn't really faced many takedowns, but he hasn't fared well the times he has faced them. He was outgrappled in his UFC debut by Alatang Haile, gave up three takedowns on seven attempts, only two and a half minutes of control, but um, Alatang Haile won that fight with grappling, and if Alatang Haile can out-wrestle him, 2019, there's been some time, I definitely think High Stand's capable of it. And 7.5K, High Stand could easily outproduce expectation at that price tag, coming off an only 77-point win, but scored 78 points in a loss in the fight prior to that. So he definitely has a 100-point upside, really strong option because he's going to need to grapple against an opponent who's shown weaknesses there in the past. Meanwhile, the weaknesses High Stand has shown is with striking defense. Hurt on the regional scene, knocked down in his UFC debut, hurt badly in like the first 10 seconds in his UFC not his UFC debut, in his last matchup against Fernie Garcia. And Baccarel hits very hard and is going to be aggressive and is going to look to box early. And if Baccarel wins this fight at all, it's going to come through his hands. It's probably going to come in the form of a knockout. He is plus 130 to win inside the distance. 8.7K, he'll be somewhat dependent on that outcome. But I think there's plenty of upside. Certainly a fighter I'm willing to target, especially because of the weaknesses we've seen in high stands game. This fight is minus 205 to end inside the distance as a whole. I think it's a great matchup to target, one I definitely want to be invested in on this slate. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brett Appley, double T, double P, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Best of luck in your contests. Take care. Stay safe, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.